Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by the Joe Pag Show for your Motown Monday. I want to continue now with my uh, special interview with former President Donald Trump. We get into the border. I, I relate the border situation to the situation in New York and how long it would take for him to fix what we see on the southern border. I had um, Rudy Giuliani on the other day and I had Bernard Carrick on the other day for 9-11 for the anniversary. And I asked them how long it would take them to fix New York City should they be back in power. Carrick said four to six months. Giuliani said six to eight months. Mr. President, should you win next year, how long will it take for you to close the border back down and restore our nationalism, our love for this country? Almost immediately. It'll go so fast and we'll start drilling. We'll get energy prices way down. We're going to get inflation taken care of because the energy's going to bring the inflation down. You know, you have gasoline now at $5 again. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's already up. And they only kept it artificial by taking my beautiful that we filled up, our beautiful national, you know, we have the, the reserve, the big reserve, yeah. the, the salt mines uh, for uh, oil. And they took that and they reduced it for purposes of an election. And that was an artificial reduction. It's now down to the, this is a strategic reserve. This was meant for war. This was meant not to lower somebody's gasoline prices so they vote for a Democrat, an incompetent one. So it's uh, it's terrible, but I, I would do it very quickly. We'll close up the border, we'll, and we've got to get a lot of people out. You know, a lot of the people, they're coming from jails, they're coming from prisons, they're coming from mental institutions. They're emptying out all their med- – and this is all over the world, not just four or five countries that are near us. This is all over the world they're coming. They're ent- emptying out jails and mental institutions, and terrorists are coming in. You know, in 2019, they found no terrorists. And, and, and now in this, they literally, they weren't coming. They knew not to come. That was when I was running it. Last month, they had the largest number of terrorists that they've ever recorded. It's and this is a long-term problem. But we're going to get them out. I've got to ask you, how did you leverage Mexico? Because Mexico isn't doing anything right now to stop the cartels and no. stop the flow. No, you Mexico's somehow made them anything. do it. How did you do it? I did it with money. I did it by saying that you're going to pay big tax on your cars if we, uh, if you don't do what you have to do. They gave me 28,000 soldiers. Uh, they gave me everything I wanted because I was going to u- put huge tariffs on Mexico if they didn't give me everything. We got everything. We got 28,000 people, the soldiers, Mexican soldiers, free, guarding our border while we were building the wall. We built almost 500 miles. We're going to build another 200 miles. And it was all built and done. You know, they carted it away after they came in. Can you believe all they had to do is install it would have taken about three weeks. You're you're, you're a developer. You're a builder. They literally paid this administration, Mr. Mr. President, paid the construction workers to not build the wall. Then they sold off the materials for pennies on the dollar. It's stunning to me. What are your thoughts when you saw that? Well, I know contractors better than anybody. Some of them don't speak the language too well. Some of them can hardly read or write, but they're smarter than anybody in that administration. Right. And they walked away with much more money than if they built it. They would have they would have actually they made more money by not building the wall than they would have if they built it. Can you imagine that? I well can't. you know they go with the cost overruns and all the different things that contractors do so well. They ripped apart this country. It's so sad to see it. So you're saying overnight you could actually go back to stay in Mexico, maybe maybe Title 42, you would close the border, it would be done that quickly? be done very quickly, yep, it'll happen very quickly. And then the big problem is you have to get a lot of people out because they have a lot of prisoners and mental institution people. It's 7 million and people, though. How do you do that? You have to get them. You have to do what uh, Dwight Eisenhower, believe it or not, 
He was very strong on the border. Took a lot of people out of the country. We have to do it. We have to do it. Former President Donald Trump. Go ahead. Joe, there's no country that can handle what's happened to us. There's no country ever that can handle this, even economically, financially. You're talking about billions and billions of dollars a day. Now they want to build hospitals. They want to build schools. These kids are going into our schools. They're sitting in a chair. They don't speak any English. And they're sitting in a chair. I don't know how that works. But they're, you know, they're, you, you got to see what's happening with the schools in New York and all over the place. Kids are going in, sitting in a, a classroom. They don't understand a word what the teacher is saying. What, 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 are your, what are your thoughts on New York? Your city, my city. What are your thoughts on Eric Adams yeah. freaking out over 125,000 illegals when, again, here in Texas, we've got millions and millions in these very small towns on the border. What, what about his freak out? They invited everybody to come. We're a sanctuary city. Now he's going nuts. He can't, he can't control it. Well, the one thing he did, he's the first Democrat to do it. He said that uh, this is uh, not sustainable. Uh, This is going to destroy the city. Right. And uh, he got scolded very harshly for saying that. You know, they stick together, the Democrats. But uh, he did say that. And it's true. I mean, you don't have to be a politician. You don't have to be anything. You can anybody can see they're destroying our country from within. We are being absolutely marginalized there's no way the country can afford it and that and the crime statistics are going to are now turning out to be the worst ever in yes. history i mean the people coming in many of these peoples are literally these are hardcore prisoners these are people that hardcore and you know what these countries save by not putting these people in jail for 50 years you know the money the the prisons are being emptied out they have no cost whereas they used to be so crowded you couldn't even you couldn't breathe. Right. And now they have no course. They've, they've been all brought into the United States of America. It's uh, it's former President Donald Trump. I believe you that you'll close it because you did it before. Obviously, you've got the history well, of doing we'll it. it we'll do it. I have the right people. We have yeah. Tom Holman. We have, we have great people. He's so people. good. We have yeah. great people. They uh, want to they wanna do it. They're chomping at the bit. I want to clear the air on something because the, the mainstream media will not cover this correctly. Before January 6th, I've had Cash Patel on. I've had Devin Nunes on. By the way, thank you for retruthing that interview the other day. And, and these Good. guys tell me they know for a fact, and they've got paper trails to prove it, that you offered ten to 20,000 National Guard troops for January right. 6th, and you were turned down by Nancy Pelosi, the Capitol Police, and by Muriel Bowser. Is, let's go on record with it. Did you offer them? Yes, 100%. I offered them in front of a lot of people. Uh, Secretary of Defense, a great guy. He uh, absolutely, he, he confirmed it. Everybody confirmed it. Everybody knows. In fact, the mayor of D.C. was offered to her also, and yeah. Nancy Pelosi. Right. She rejected it in writing. We have the letter. And nobody wants to cover that. Had that, and that was three days before. And only because I felt it was going to be a very big, everybody was saying they were going. You know, it's a much bigger event than people know. They never yes. like showing the crowd. It's the biggest crowd I've ever been spoken before. I've never spoken to a crowd that size. The biggest crowd I've ever spoken to, including inaugurations, including everything. I never spoke to a crowd that big. And it was love and it was spirit. They were protesting an election that was crooked, that was rigged and so on. And look what's happened to our country since this election took place. Our country is being destroyed. We're no longer respected. We have an incompetent president. He's incompetent. A guy can't put two sentences together. Right. It's terrible. Now we pay $6 billion to Iran to let five people out. On 9-11. Maybe, uh, On 9-11. I, I don't know. They were in Iran. Why were they there? I mean, somebody should ask that question. Why were they there? You know, you go to Iran. What, are they taking a vacation? But they uh, think of this. 
think of this, $6 billion to allow five people out. And the five people that Iran got, you know, they, did, they didn't have to pay anything. Right. It's, it's not even believable. And that money is going to be used for terrorism, as you know, they're the largest state sponsor of terrorism. It's former President yep. Donald Trump. I've got to ask you about the indictments quickly. There's nothing there, not in New York, not in D.C., not in, not in Atlanta, Georgia. There's nothing there except the one case, and I had Alan Dershowitz on about this. He said the oh, one case that Jack Smith might try to do something with is you holding up, I don't know if you're holding up a napkin or a document or what you're holding up, and said, man, I should have declassified this, I, I, I can't do it now, I'm not the president anymore. There's a good argument to be made by, by many very intelligent people that if you say, take that out of the White House, that automatically declassifies it. Is that what you believe? Well, a lot of people say that, and there are a lot of arguments to be made. The big argument, though, is that I come under the Pre- Presidential Records Act. I was allowed to have whatever I wanted. Right. And even the New York Times wrote an article. It's please, 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 Mr. President, can I have the documents? Because right. the Presidential Records Act allows you to have it. And it's criminal. It's, it's not criminal. What's criminal is what they're doing. But it's not criminal. But what they're doing is criminal. And they don't like to even mention the Presidential Records Act. And Biden isn't covered because he was vice president. Right. Neither is Mike Pence, by the way. But they're not covered. Nobody's covered unless you're a president. And it was in 1978 it was passed. For exactly this reason. Are you worried at all about any of these cases? No, I'm not worried because if I did, I'd be uh, a much less effective person. And it just, uh, I, these are corrupt people. We have corrupt people running our country, the most corrupt people ever. They cheat on elections. What they do is so bad. And now they've weaponized. They've weaponized. They go after people. They go after you. They'll go after yes. anybody. They go after people uh, if they're of faith. Uh, if they talk about uh, abortion in the war- wrong way, right. what they do is they go after they go after everybody. If you challenge an election, it's supposed to be the person that cheated on the election, right, yes. gets in trouble. They go after the person that complains about the cheating. Think of that, okay? And the First Amendment and says you can do that. There's plenty of us because I think about eighty percent of the country thinks the election was rigged. I know you've got to go. I got to ask you a couple of more quick ones. You mentioned Mike Pence. Did you ever say, "Hey, Mike"? Choose between me and the Constitution. He keeps saying that you said that. No, I never said it. It's a made-up fairy tale, and he knows it. Think of it. It's such a ridiculous thing to say. I mean, who would say that? And and I assume he said I said it in front of people. I don't even know, but I heard he said that. Think of how stupid that sentence is. It's a, who would say that? I had Christine. Even if you were alone with somebody. You wouldn't right. say that. Uh, I had Christina Nobody Bob on. Would say what, what, that, unless it's a person that's got about a 20 IQ. Nobody <laughs> would say that. I had, no, it I sounds had, so stupid. I had your attorney that on, Christina like Bob. Said I grabbed the Secret Service agent who was like this really tough. I grabbed him around the neck yeah. and started choking him during, in the car. Ride, you you, you, know? com- you commandeered the head. car You commandeered the car from him, Mr. I President. Yeah, I took two guys that are really <laughs> powerful. Some guys that lift weights all day. I, I, I had and Chris- I threw my arms around him and I had them. Uh, you know, I tell you, that actually increased my image a lot. Because <laughs> a lot of people said I, had, I had no idea you were that tough. I had, Can you um, imagine a story so stupid? No, it's stupid. Is, is it, it is stupid, but the, but the media likes to run with it. Christina Bob told me that what you wanted him to do was there were four states that were asking to just have their, their delegates back. Just send the envelopes back. We want to make sure that we got it right. And you said, Mike, why don't you do that? And he said no. He did say no. He did say no. And I did ask him to do it. And by the way, if you look at what happened right after the election, you know, everybody said, and he said too, and his lawyer said, 
that he couldn't do anything. He was just a conveyor belt into Mitch McConnell, who's the worst, by yes. the way. He was just a conveyor belt into Mitch McConnell for the votes, right? So it turned out, the electors, so it turned out, and everybody said that, and Mike said, sir, I can't do it because I'm not allowed to, under the Constitution, I'm not allowed to. Then it turned out right after the election was over, they all met, the rhinos and the Democrats, and they made it so that the vice president can't do that. Right. So I said, so you mean you could do that? Exactly. I didn't say that to him, I said to other people. And they were telling everybody, you can't do it. In other words, you can't do it, you can't do it, you can't do it. But after the election was over, they went and they changed the law. So I said, they're changing the law. That means you could do it. Yes. And the answer was, that's right. Of you course. You could have done it. I, I know he you. He would have been the most popular guy instead of being at oh, 2% yeah. right now. He would have been. And you know what? Regardless, and it would be send them. We're not asking for it. We're not asking for what Thomas Jefferson as for you know, Thomas Jefferson kept the votes of Georgia because right. I couldn't come up with an accurate count. He said, "We will hear ye, hear ye. We will keep the votes from the great state of Georgia." Right. In other words, he took the votes. I didn't ask for that. He said, "Send them back to the state legislatures and let them review them because a lot of people were complaining with and for good reason." Yes. And they were complaining. He said, "I'm not allowed to do that." Well, he was allowed to do that, and that's why they changed the law right after the election took place. And now the vice president can't do it, but he would have been. You know, if he did that, and all he was asked to do, send them for a week or a few days back to the legislatures, Pennsylvania, to Georgia, to, you know, five or six places. Send them back, and let's see what happens. Let them look. Say there's been dispute on your thing, and let's see what happens. Regardless of how they sent them back, I think it would have been a different election. I agree. Regardless of what they did. Mike would have been the most popular guy. He would have been great, but he didn't have the courage to do it. And it's so sad to watch. And it's sad to watch how nobody shows up to his meetings and how they call him a, a traitor. They call him a traitor. He would have been, he had very bad advice some, for some people that worked for him. I right. know who the people are. And they said, Mike, you have no choice. Mr. Vice President, you have no choice. You cannot do what you want to do. You cannot do it. If he would have said, all he do, and he could have stood up, And he could have said, ladies and gentlemen, there's a great question about this. What I'd like to do is send it for one week back to Pennsylvania and various other places, okay, Arizona. Send them back to five or six states for one week. They have one week to get back to us. If he would have done that, regardless of how they got back, okay, I think think they would have come back positively. But regardless, Mike Pence would have been a hero. Instead, he's treated very, very badly. And then he made up that story about me, take take me over the Constitution. Could you imagine me saying that to somebody? Just, <laughs> no. It sounds so stupid. <laughs> you wouldn't say that. You say, well, I'd, I'd really appreciate your vote and everything else. But I would never say, take me over the Constitution. Right. It's like a child would say that. Mr. President. No, it's fi- very bad people. We have a lot of bad people involved in this stuff. Finding time for me today. I appreciate it. My audience appreciates it. I could talk to you for two hours. Let's do it again soon, my friend. Thank you so much. The 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, Joe, very much. All Thank right. you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.
I appreciate you hanging out. Your thoughts about my interview with President Trump, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. You can stop there and scroll down, click on contact, or you can jump on the social media train and contact me there. We appreciate you stopping by. We're pushing uh, towards 300,000 on Instagram, Joe Talk Show. Uh, we're pushing towards 100,000 on YouTube, Joe Talk Show. We're at about 125,000 now over on TikTok, Joe Pags. On Truth, it's Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Go look for a link, uh, go find us, and make sure you follow on your favorite social. Let me tell you in the meantime about Swiss America. We've got in- extremely high interest rates. Gas prices out of control. Real wages are down. It's hard to, to even think about purchasing a home right now. What does your future look like? Where do you have your money? Where do you have your assets? Where do you have your future? Is it safe? Are you in precious metals? If not, get a hold of my friends at Swiss America, a trusted leader in precious metals for 40 years. They help people like you and me protect our hard-earned assets. Where are your assets right now? In the market? In a solvent bank? Why not take a look at what's going on with precious metals? Get some help to insulate your future and your family from economic turmoil by getting a hold of Swiss America. They're offering my listeners this uh, um, a great deal. Walking Liberty half dollars at the amazingly low price a thirteen fifty each delivered. Limit two hundred fifty coins per customer while supplies last. To get this amazing deal, call or text 800-289-2646. 800-289-2646 or visit SwissAmerica.com slash PAGS. Mention my name, Joe Pags, when you call or text 800-289-2646 or visit SwissAmerica.com slash PAGS. SwissAmerica.com slash P-A-G-S. Message and data rates may apply. Let me go to the phone lines quickly. It's going to be Jack in Oklahoma. Jack, what's up? Hey, Joe. Hey. How you doing? Living a dream, man. Hey, Come on. You know, I, I, I really like hearing you talk to Trump. I've been listening to all this stuff that's going on now. You know, how they, they try to dog him, put him in a corner, and, and, and wait a couple of years to charge him. I don't want to even talk about Trump. I think he's going to get reelected in a landslide. But currently, we're like, used to carry a big stick. Now it's down to a twig. Yeah. And the rest of the world doesn't have no respect for us, especially China. We used to have the Monroe Doctrine, which took care of this part of the world, which we, you know, wouldn't let no one come over here. I got to run, brother. I appreciate your, your sentiments. You're right. We're very weak right now. That's why I was buoyed to hear him talk about how we'll be strong again. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.